She's on a passionate mission to change the lives of women. Since her days where she felt lost, had no one to confide in, had issues with body image and a terrible relationship with food, she now helps women to relove themselves. On her journey of self-realization, she's participated in multiple fitness competitions, spoken on stages across Ontario, run boot camps for hundreds of clients, and provided professional makeup artist services for photo shoots, competitions, models, and magazines. These journeys and experiences have given her the expertise to help you achieve your own goals, whether it be to lose weight, connect on a deeper level with your loved ones, or to learn just how important it is to take time for yourself. You'll feel amazing, beautiful, and strong. Welcome to Relove and Rise. This is your life coach, Amanda Gazzola. Thank you so much, Judy, for being here with me today. I am so excited to chat with you. Me too. Thanks for inviting me. As you got, this is a really big mouthful of what you do, and I'm so excited to dive down and deeper into it. So, I like how I start with everybody is how did this get? How did you get started? How did I get started? Um, back in 19 years ago, um, I got into network marketing. For what? Um, what uh, were you it was Niken. It was magnetics, fire infrared, nutritionals, um, and I got into it because I saw it as an opportunity for me to be able to have it all, <laughs> to have the multi streams of income that you learn about, um, but predominantly to be able to uh, raise my kids. Um, and when I did go out to work, the idea was that I would be um, to get a, what I want to say, a better return on my investment of time. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> from a financial position, it didn't go the way I had hoped. Um, Definitely from a enjoyment aspect, I really enjoyed it. Um, and because it wasn't going as well as I'd hoped, I looked for answers, which is what I do. Um, and in, a, in the across the room, somebody said something about feng shui and my ears perked up and it's like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so I started to look into it and um, it started, it, it really a door opened. Um, I think I looked at a couple of books at chapters, but at that time, my kids were, how old were my kids then? Uh, nine, oh, like five, four, and two or something like that, which is little. So there wasn't much time for me to look at books too much in the store, and, but I went to pick up a video uh, for the kids and found one on feng shui, and, and that was kind of where the door opened, and I've never looked back since. Did you notice a difference with the feng shui when you started, you know, really understanding how it is to put certain way, like set up the room in a certain way? Did you notice and did you feel different or was it because it was awareness? Like, I think it's all of those things. I think, um, you know, conscious awareness is huge as both of us know. Um, so part of it, it, I mean, in the beginning, it was just really realizing how much impact her environment has. Um, also over the years, the study of function, my study of feng shui has changed from, you know, wind chimes and goldfish bowls to actually where you work and, and do certain activities. And that's what's actually, actually activating the energy rather than Chinese trinkets. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I, there is something to be said about the environment that you work in and i notice and it's very simple things but even having a clean organized room just as simple as something like that makes a big difference in how i feel a lot more put together and feeling like in the control you know 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's the same in business, right? When we have things organized and clear and we've got a clear vision for ourselves and we've got that sense of order around us, then we usually feel more confident and, and better. Yeah, no, totally. And um, so then you started off with the feng shui, then what else came after that? Um, numerology came along when I went on a feng shui retreat. And um, what it did for me was in a few minutes, it literally shifted a perspective that I had on a difficult relationship. And in a way, it set me free. It was like, oh, wow, now I get it. And I was able to let go of um, a need for things to be different and uh, open to be able to say, okay, if this person's an apple and I'm an orange and I keep trying to get orange juice from an apple, it isn't going to happen. And so, um, so it shifted that relationship in a big way for me. And the other part that uh, I really resonated with was this uh, point of timing that each of us has our own cycle. And um, a lot of us forget just the natural cycles of nature. You know, we can understand, we can plant tomato, we can't plant tomatoes here in December and expect to have fruit in January. And yet when we do have our businesses or when we have our health routines and all these different things, we expect results that are totally unreasonable of ourselves. And why do you think it is that we expect these results that are unreasonable do you think it's because of what's out there or the pressure that we like you know grow up with like where does do you, where do you know where this comes from I think it's all those things <laughs> I do too totally. I really do and you know we're so overwhelmed um, with instant gratification um, even more so with likes on Facebook, like you want it right oh. then and there. And it's even more unreasonable than it was before. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, basically I see a lot of us just, it's about getting back to nature. It's getting back to our truth, getting back to basics and really being able to prioritize what's most important to us and what's most important when, you know, it was like when I was, when I had young kids, um, my priority was to be home with them as much as I could. And so I made different choices then than we make at this stage of our lives when the kids are grown up and you've got more time to focus on business. 100%, 100%. And, and you yeah. yourself. <laughs> right. And, you know, so then from like feng shui, you went to your other practices of astrology and numerology. Is this when you started seeing the bigger picture within yourself of what you, you know, I can do something with this where, cause you're probably getting asked from certain people like that know that you're doing things. Oh, can you re read my reading? Like my read my numerology, <laughs> can you decorate or a uh, feng shui my room? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think how it went. I, I focused on the feng shui as consultations back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, and I think what happened, well, what happened was I didn't do it. And I taught back then a very basic course. Um, but I realized as I went along, I did it differently than a lot of other people did. Um, and that was part of my own challenge was because why can't I do it like everybody else does? <laughs> um, but what I realized is I always used to do the numerology first because the numerology helped you to know where you are. And so then we can then 
see, and then I would look at the feng shui to take a look at what are the influences that are currently influencing us, where's the support of what we want to move towards, and where's the support to what we have now. And the whole point is where where is the energy to really it's the chi, the vital energy to support what we need or what we want. And so when we can tune in, it's kind of like um, having a, your cell phone and you know, in some areas you've got all the bars and another area you have a couple of bars. It's kind of like that. It's like if we can choose environments that support us, so whether it's from a feng shui point of view, whether it's the places we network, whether it's the places we work out, any of these things, if, if we find the right environment to support us, then there's more ease yes. and less stress. And it's the stress that's the killer in on so many ways, whether it's emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, it's the stress that's the killer. So it's all about alleviating or minimizing the stress and increasing, increasing the ease and grace, if you will. So true. And basically that self-awareness of what you're speaking about, knowing your environment. And I know, like, how did your environment, knowing where you felt more at ease, how did that start for you? Because I know where it started for me. And when you start understanding yourself on a different level and knowing where you feel good energy and where you feel bad. So where did it start for you that you started recognizing? Um, you know, I think I've always had a consciousness about, um, I'm, I'm a sensitive, I'm a pretty sensitive person, so I've always had a consciousness about mm, the environments I'm in, whether they support me or not. Sometimes didn't feel like, I mean, sometimes we don't feel like we have any control over it, right? <laughs> I think. Oh, for sure. Some, I mean, sometimes from your friends, your family, like... Yeah, all these yeah. different things, right? Um, so I think... School. All these, yeah. <laughs> I think all these different tools the gift was these were tools to help me feel empowered to know the choices I was making, to become conscious of the choices I was making. Cause I think sometimes we lose track of what we have choice over and that in fact, we are making choices. Mm -hmm. And that pretty much like what you're speaking about is what we're all trying to feel is more empowered and whatnot, but it's, it's kind of like a hamster wheel cycle right there when you're thinking about it with like the self-awareness, knowing where you spend your time, knowing all this energy that you feel, not really understanding like where, why you feel the way you feel and how sensitive sometimes you, when you know you're sensitive, you don't know that you are where it's coming more from feeling other people's energy. Like they're, you're so much more empathetic. Right. Yeah. And then from, it's just interesting how we, tend to these feelings that overwhelm us and whatnot, we don't know how to understand, but it's taking those times for self care and knowing like that, this don't just taking a break, not, not knowing what's, if it's serving you. Yeah. I think it's very much about allowing ourselves to give ourselves space. Mm -hmm. um, and we feel like we have to as women, right? Yeah. It, you know, um, and space in different ways, like space to actually, stop before you answer somebody and, and think about what you want to say. Mm -hmm. Space to be reactive. Right? Yeah. Space to be able to actually process something that is overwhelming and being able to step back and be able to see what do I want out of this? Or what are my intentions and where am I going? Is it leading me to where I want to go? 
It's so true. We get so lost on our journey a little bit because, you know, you're, all these things are coming up in your life. Um, I would don't even want to call them all obstacles, but there's going to be these certain situations that come up that are either happy or not. And it's knowing how to maneuver, but still keeping that path that, you know, you're on, but knowing like within reason that you can still concentrate on yourself that it is okay or that you know, maybe going and helping that person or doing the, what you need to do for that little bit that that is okay. But knowing how to retract to keeping your path instead of getting lost, because when you get lost, then there's other things and you're like, what was I? Oh yeah. I forgot I was trying to do that. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Just the life stuff gets in the way. Yeah. And I think, I think the key is that when we're on our journey is along the way, like every day we're going to come across something. And it's, it's, do I want more or less the same or something different? And the more we start focusing on, on those choices that we have, then we can stay closer to our course and use, so we can stay closer to our course so we don't get off course so far. And the other is we can notice the things that do upset us and frustrate us and say, okay, that's a sign. So instead of getting tied up, I mean, we definitely need to dig in and heal things. I'm not denying that for a second. But sometimes we can just be able to recognize that's a sign. And what am I going to do with it? Is it is it taking me, is it just discomfort because I'm in growth? Or is it discomfort because I'm going against my true values? And the more that we can start recognizing that like life is always going to bring us, if you, whether we call them challenges, obstacles, opportunities, that's just life, right? Yeah. So the more we can just enjoy, like see it for that um, and just recalibrate. Okay, is this taking me where I want to go? But, you know, for a lot of people, they haven't had a chance to figure out where they want to go. Right? <laughs> it's so true. Well, at the end of the day, when you ask somebody or there's something that's happening and they're like, well, what do you want? And then you're like, I don't even know. I just feel the way I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's those times when you're like, if someone's asking you or like, you know, hopefully you take that and start asking yourself, what is it that I want? What is it that I'm missing? So that you start knowing how to pay attention to your needs that you're seeking. Because you're obviously seeking something when you're feeling those certain ways. And you just don't know what it is because you never really thought. It's just that you know that there's sometimes more you want more purpose, more fulfillment. Yeah, and I think it's twofold. I think it's a going after and seeking, but there's also this drawing energy. There's this inner drawing for us to self-fulfillment or um, what is it, Maslow's, Maslow's Law of, um, mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Um, oh, I know what you're speaking about. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. The one where, you know, stepping into your fullest expression of yourself, right? Yes. That's, I mean, that's spirituality in a nutshell, stepping into the highest version of yourself. So I think it's twofold. I think we've got this inner pull, plus we have this external, like this outer drive to be able to achieve. And I think there's a whole bunch of us too, the leaders. And we didn't, you know, don't even realize how much we're on the leading edge. And the leading edge means we don't know what it looks like because it hasn't shown up yet. So we can get glimmers in people but you know I mean I think that's been part that's been the joy and the struggle of my own journey is because I'm leading with these tools and this awareness and that 
a lot of people haven't even heard about. And it's hard for me to explain it in a way that they say, hey, I want that. Um, because it's like trying to explain the first cell phone, <laughs> right? I like and call these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now it's easy, but you know, on the leading yeah. edge, it's, it's difficult. Um, and I think a lot of us find that it is difficult being there because we have these expectations. We should know what it looks like. Um, and a lot of it is, is following our inner calling and it's like, okay, we'll know it when it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And you said so much there. I, I wanted to comment on a few things. Um, but I think that one thing that you were speaking about is that, you know, not many people understand it is what you do and <laughs> it's difficult because you, you do a lot of things that aren't in the realm of what is normal on a day-to-day -day occurrence for people. But what you, but what, sorry, but what people don't get is that people like yourself that, you know, have this gift to be able to share in order to make someone feel better and in order to make someone feel a lot more clear in what their goals are and what they are seeking this fulfillment and purpose. It's amazing because I, I like to say that when I was on my journey, I seeked out to people like yourself because one, I felt way more understood. I felt like you were speaking to how my emotions are really feeling as opposed to just always the cause, the cause. Because when you're feeling sometimes confused and don't know what your purpose is and feeling like you're worthless, people like you have compassion and be are able to... I don't know. And I think is I am open. You have to be open. A lot of people have to be open to what you do as well. And the, when you're open, it's amazing what, how much more comes into your life because it, in the end, it all still goes around the law of attraction. Yeah. And I, you know, I think a good part of my work is like, we've lived in such a masculine world. It's go after, chase after, do this step at a time. Yeah. And you know, there's a feminine rising in the sense that, instead of having to say, don't you dare cross that line um, as a boundary, it's like, there's the boundary. The feminine just says, there's the boundary. And it's win-win for both of us to, to follow that boundary or to, to uh, appreciate or embrace that boundary. So we're moving into a, if you wanna say a feminine power, but a feminine power from coming from the heart, speaking from the heart, and having as much impact as the masculine of, you know, the fist and <laughs> this is it. And realizing that most of us are so busy pushing out, there's no room to receive. No room to receive love. No like you're checking stuff off your to-do yeah, list, is that what you mean? Yeah, but even in a conversation or even out with a friend, like how much space do we leave to actually allow the caring of a friend with regardless of what they do or say just feel the caring of a friend come through feel just feel and be open to things coming to you the opportunities showing up so, so many people got their blinkers on because i gotta get this i gotta do this i gotta do this they've um, lost the connection with like the connection, and they've lost the openness and, you know, that's the biggest thing I think I teach is this, this in life and business, it's twofold. 
yes, we need to have our specific outcome we want to achieve. You need to know how many of something you want to do. You've got a marketing campaign. You need to have the boundaries and the, and the clarity of what it is you're doing. But, or you're going to exercise. You need to know that the consistency of this and this and this is going to bring you some significant results. But we also have to um, soften the expectation that only that can bring that and open up to expectancy that there's other things that can come in that can support it. And they can be as big and un uncertain as miracles, <laughs> or they can just be the little things of somebody doing something nice for you or just being able to just seeing something you didn't see before. So it's this whole, to me, it's this whole yin, like the whole yin yang balance of, of being open to allow things to come to you and yet act, taking action in what it is you know that you can do, you do want. Um, and um, yeah, like that physical momentum. Like that's, yeah, that's the key. <laughs> That's awesome. I love this. I totally love this. This is awesome. So I am going to just move it a little bit to the shift it a little bit, the topic. And I just want to know what it is that, you know, cause I am about like self love and self care, but even going into what does that mean to you? And I love to ask how your morning routine brings on those elements. Okay. So my morning routine is by nature, um, if I'm in balance, and then six o'clock is my natural wake-up time. Um, and when the house is quiet, I really like it. <laughs> I have a family of five with four of us living here at the moment and the dog. Um, so the quiet mornings, are, I, I do like them. Um, and I usually start with my um, good cup of coffee. Um, my dark roast coffee, which is, uh, that's my nectar of the gods as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, I guess I don't have everything the same. Like a morning shower is another time. And for me, that's where I get a lot of downloads. And, well, and that's where the magic happens. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, and uh, I often find that um, I like to write in the morning too. So if I've got something creative to work on, um, my mornings are my kind of my power time. A couple of mornings a week, I'll do some, um, I've got a networking group I go to. Um, what else have I got? Um, I've got a, um, a call that I do with somebody, like an accountability call. Uh, I walk the dog on a pretty daily basis. So those, and then, and once a week I go and I, I have a meditation and a healing group that I'm part of. So that's kind of my self care part. Um, as well as I like to, I love to cook. So cooking homemade food every day, that's another piece of the self care part. That's a great one. Too. <laughs> it is. Some people, I never thought of it that way, but you're like the third person to say that within the past month and there has to be something said about cooking and just being in your moment and zen chopping mm -hmm. concentrating on like literally what it is you're making like you have you know when you're more connected with your food that's when it tastes good too right so yeah you put the love in it right yeah you yeah. know and uh yeah um and the creativity that is it like i'm very creative by nature and uh yeah i just love it and and it's my expression 
of my love to my family too that you know I mean different people have different ways but that's just one of the ways that comes through for me oh that's wonderful I love that <laughs> so with our, you know, we all have our journey and we can always say like, oh, I wish I knew that when I was younger. I wish I did this one. You know, I wish I did. Is there anything you wish that you knew, like that, you know, now that you knew when you started or wish that you knew when you started? Um, I wish I was kinder to myself um, in the sense of judgment for you know it's, I mean here I am talking about judgment of where we are and where we think we should be um, that's it's through that learning that that's my message in many ways because um, yeah really having more gratitude for where I am and more peace with where I am um, yeah if I was going to change anything it would just be that I was happier where I was and happier with who I was. Not always be concentrated on the destination, like enjoying the process. Yeah. 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 I, that, I, I, I don't, you know, we all have moments um, on this journey that can be pretty low. And, you know, in one of those stock taking moments, it's like, you know, you know, <laughs> do I quit? <laughs> um, or what would I do differently? If I was to start all over again, what would I do differently? And, you know, like, it's a journey of discovery, of self-discovery. It's a journey of self-development. It's a journey of skill development. It's a journey of awareness and consciousness. Um, and I, you know, sounds kind of woo-woo, but that's essentially it. You don't realize that that's what you're, you're on to. Um, now I've lost my chain, train of thought. Um, it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, just to be happy where we are. It's, it's, a, ma it's magic. It's, it's huge. And I feel like that's one thing that just totally lacks. Like we're always just never like our whole conversation kind of goes today into like being present, being in the moment, mm -hmm. enjoying the process, you know, not being kinder to yourself learning ways to take care of yourself. And it is because we've lost that connection and totally with who we are. We're always constantly on our device. We're and you know, I am not, when I say this, it's cause I'm doing it too. And I keep catching myself being like, why do I keep going to this freaking thing? <laughs> like, and I'm so, I get d disappointed, but this thing like really connects me with my everything that I do so learning how to have balance and learning how to have this routine that you know that will become a lifestyle it just takes practice and that mind muscle connection is huge to have yeah and it's awareness like that's the one thing that numerology gave me was this awareness to of this back to the cycles and if you look at numerology you just look at the numbers one to nine and when you apply it to your days, there's a day for yourself. There's a day for community. There's a day to start things. There's a day to end things. There's a day to uh, be more receptive and quiet. There's a day to stand in your power or to be really organized. Or um, and so and there's a you know yeah so there's days for structure and there's days for more freedom and flow. So. What that gave me and made me aware of is that if we just remember that if we if we take on all those parts, the same with astrology, 
that the sun's moving through all your different houses. There's a house for relationship. There's a house for self. <laughs> there's a house for higher learning. There's a high, there's a, self, a, a house for communication. So if we can just tap back in and just realize that these are all the different facets that we all have in our lives and just tune in to say, okay, in the last nine days, have I given myself space and time to do, to be quiet? Even if you're only doing it once in nine days, you're going to start creating balance mm -hmm. and more harmony and more fulfillment because you're in balance. Right? I, I, I remember when I saw this, the numbers, it's like, oh, it's okay for me to garden because <laughs> I love gardening, but it's like, okay, but I got to get my work done. <laughs> Aww. Well, and that's like, if that is what it does in the end, it helps you connect and to think back like, oh, have I, and being more like aware with what you're feeling and who you, what you're going through at that point, then like, there's no, there's nothing wrong. Like, that's why I'm trying to share with everyone, like whatever works best for you, yeah. do it. That's huge. So one of my last questions, Judy, that I have for you is, I always ask this to everyone. So if there's three things that you wanted to share with someone and it was like your last moment on earth and three things that helped you feel whatever you feel, got to wherever you need to be or that changed your life or anything, what would those three things be? I think the first thing is be brave enough to be true to yourself. I think that's the first thing is you came in in your own uniqueness. <laughs> We each came in in our own uniqueness. And at the end of the day, it's, yeah, it's, exp it's, it's about expressing our own uniqueness. I think that's the first thing is to own who you are, grow into who you are and love, love who you are. Right. Um, I think the second piece is the, the growth and development of that. And the, and the, create like yeah living creatively it's really to me it's the marriage between um if you want to say fate and destiny like we get what we get some things if you want to say are written in the stars that we're gonna, <laughs> gonna cross our path um people are gonna come into our lives but our destiny is what we do with that meeting so it's owning that creative power that we have or free will and choice, if you will, to be able to say, okay, this is who I am. This is where I am now. What's the best I can do? Does that, that work? <laughs> oh, anything works. It's, like, it's from your perspective, but at the same time, like they, they're beautiful answers. You know what? When my, my first child was born, my son, I wrote a letter and I wish I could find it. Um, and it was kind of bizarre because um, I was the happiest I've ever been in my life. And there was a piece of me, it's like, is it too good to be true? Just, I mean, I'm not pessimistic that way, but it was just that sweet. And I wrote down, if something happened to me, what would I want my kids to know? <laughs> Which is kind of the same thing. It's like being your best self and bring your talent and your nature to its fruition and have a positive impact on those around you in that way. I love that. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, thank you so much. I am. My last question now is how can people find out about you? 
probably the easiest way is my website is judyo.ca. So nobody has to worry about how to pronounce my last name. <laughs> it's just oh, Judy say. <laughs> Uh, um, that yeah, that would be the easiest way. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, but the website's probably the quickest way. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Relove and Rise podcast. This was definitely a fun conversation just to learn more about what it is you do, but for people to know that there's various ways that they can seek out for finding some solutions that might work for them because it's about feeling understood and feeling like, you know, there's certain there's a certain aspect that there is something for everybody out there and you just have to be open to these new possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think that's just the key is, and, and to look at it from both sides, it's one is to realize your own uniqueness is going to serve somebody. There's somebody looking for your uniqueness. Yeah. So thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to be here and have this conversation with you. Oh, now thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Terrific, thanks. Well, hello there. Did you love the episode on the Relove and Rise podcast? Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is really, 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 really appreciated. But really appreciated. Really, really appreciated. If you would love to connect with us, head over to reloveandrise.com, and do not forget to sign up for our newsletter for more free material. See you on the next episode.